Hello and welcome to the Quilt MC Developer Meetings Podcast, the podcast that isn't really a podcast. If you're new here, this is just a collection of recordings of each public quilt project developer meeting, lightly edited for comfort and uploaded as a podcast for ease of accessibility. Our meetings are held on Discord every two weeks, relayed from a Mumble server and recorded live, hence the lower audio quality. For more information on what the Quilt Project is and what we do here, please head over to quiltmc.org. I was talking to y'all in chat. How you doing with the beta, folks? I think I wasn't speaking into the mic close enough last time. Yeah, I figured there'd be a few issues with the complex stuff, but that's the way betas go, right? I've certainly seen people working overtime to get things done, though, which is really nice. Although I hope they don't burn out. Uh, Discord once again destroying all my shortcuts. Excellent. Yeah, soon T out. We'll get there. No worries. Although I'd be surprised if some of the others didn't want to have a break after the kind of crunchy week we had. I would not blame them at all. I'll be honest, I'm a complete traitor. I've been playing uh, Create Above and Beyond. So, uh... <laughs> I mean, I haven't played Minecraft in years, so this is great. <laughs> That's right. We'll be talking about that a bit later, I'm sure. All right, before we get started, mumble side, how's the audio? Good. You sound great. So do you. Thank you. I think we are about in time to get started. In just a second. Yep, let's get started. All right, everyone, welcome to the meeting, as always. If you're new here, we do this every two weeks, ideally. Usually lasts about an hour. It somehow always seems to fit in an hour, even if we are like up to the wire. If you'd like to ask any questions, use the slash ask slash command. That'll put a question in the queue and we can answer them after we've gone through all the teams. Chris is doing my job in chat. Thanks, Chris. Let's get started then. Cheater, would you like to talk on behalf of Build Tools for a minute? Sure. Unfortunately, Build Tools person right now, uh, Glitch is not here. He's been kind of running a marathon before beta, so most of the commits that happened were by him, and I'm not aware of what actually happened. But I just wanted to use this opportunity to thank him for build tools, and I just want to point out that it's been surprisingly smooth, except for a single hot fix that I guess was technically not even necessary, but made it nicer. Everything went perfectly fine on the tool side, I think. There are some details. Uh, I actually forgot to pin it. Um, to have transitive dependencies pulling in Fabric API has been one of the biggest build tools issues, which can be disabled using uh, what is called dependency substitution. I strongly recommend to not use not disable transitive dependencies that can mess stuff up. I have it somewhere in the com discord. I might ask someone to pin it later. But if you're having trouble with build tools, feel free to ping either codes because he's available. That's me. And I'll try to help with that stuff. But so far, it's been fairly smooth. So luckily. All right. Thanks very much for that. I believe you're also down for Chasm. So keep going if you like. <laughs> uh, Chasm was not actually part of beta. 
So there was, wasn't like a big sprint or anything to make it happen. Well, I've been spending the past few days trying to get it into Loom, which was surprisingly easy, given how clean the Peasant Gradle plugin was. From a Gradle perspective, it just integrated perfectly fine into Loom, which was a very nice surprise. Now I'm trying to get it into Quilt Loader, which is a bit more work just because I've never looked at Quilt Loader before properly. So that's going to take a bit longer. And alongside doing this, I mostly do this just to find issues with Chasm, try to fix it and eventually get it out so that people can test stuff. Yeah, and I've been fixing a few bugs here and there. Nothing big. But yeah, now that beta is over, I'm excited to get back, take a look at Chasm because before it's been kind of put off. Since it wasn't realistic for beta, but now we can go full force again. I want to point out here that I'm right now basically soloing Chasm, and I would very much appreciate if anyone's interested in helping. I think the worst part is out of the way anyway, but there's just a ton of stuff left to do that I would really appreciate help with. That'd be great to see more people working on Chasm, honestly. It's going to be a fantastic tool. And it's one that's uniquely applicable to pretty much the entire Java ecosystem and not just Quilt. So it would be really nice to get a couple people working on that if anyone's available and interested. Okay, thank you for that, Cheater. We'll move on to community tools. That's me, of course. With the road to beta, I suppose, there were quite a few things to do and I kind of ran out of time, but I did still manage to get quite a few things done. On Discord, you'll notice that Cozy has replaced our old tag system. That module is also available for anyone to use if they're writing a Cordex bot, which is the framework that I wrote. That's on GitHub. It's not documented yet, but it's there and there are examples. So if anyone wants to steal that or the next module, go ahead. It's on the Maven. I've also been working on the Welk channel system. That that works. I actually added a role picker to it, but we're uh, we're not quite ready to use that yet. But again, that's on, on the Maven if I have a look at it. And the welcome channels have already been set up. It's it's sort of like a data-driven channel system. As for the website, I've been working on the installation pages over the past week or two, I guess. That took a fair bit of work just to figure out a layout that works, just to realize it doesn't really work that well. So I am going to change it, but for the time being, it works, I guess. Somewhat related, if anyone is a CurseForge user, and wants to see us supported by CurseForge, please do give us a vote at the link that I just put in chat. It helps a lot. I'm not sure. I don't think there's anything else for community tooling at the moment. I've still got a few things to do on the site. I'm working on an, like a guide for newcomers. And there's obviously a lot more cozy stuff to go. So yeah, there's still things happening there, but it's going to be a, a fair few things. I just didn't have enough time, unfortunately. But I think that's about it for community tooling for now. All right, Alex, would you like to talk for Loader? We've had, well, Glitch has done a lot of internal fixes, um, which are all good, but the public changes have been that Quilt's pre-launch entry point had to change its name, because sadly it turns out we can't use the same name as Fabrics. It just doesn't work internally with method references, I think. So Quilt is now pre-underscore launch. Not that many mods should be using it, but that's changed anyway. The mod list in logs is now sorted alphabetically. That's only in logs, but it's a lot nicer to read now. We got a few mixing compatibility fixes as well, which are quite important for fabric mods, I think. As well as, well, <laughs> there was a bunch of internal fixes, but I won't talk about them here. 
the commit list is where you want to go to see what they are. Uh, I think that's about it. All right. Thanks, Alex. I've got to say it's been quite impressive to see um, so many fabric mods pretty much working out of the box, even like this early into the beta. It, it's not honestly like the fact that everyone's managed to pull together and make that happen is frankly astounding. <laughs> so good work. I I think you can thank Quilt Fabric API for most of that though, because most mods don't touch a load of that much. Oh, absolutely. They they've They've been a huge contribution to it, but of course, you know, if Loader can't load the mods, then it's not getting that far. Anyway, thanks for that, Alex. Oro, it's your turn for mappings, I believe. Yeah, I guess there's not too much for mappings. Um, you know, your general stuff, we're in snapshot phase right now, so we're chugging along with those. I would like to say that the rendering mappings PR that has been in work since August was merged sometime in the past week. I don't remember exactly when it was merged, but we have that merged in. So the rendering names for quilt mappings should be accurate and up-to-date, which is, I know, a big problem with yarn. So that's really great. And yeah, we're working hard on trying to get everything mapped right now, especially with 1.19 snapshots since Mojin just keeps adding more and more stuff, but it's coming along very well. All right, that's great to hear. Thanks for that, Aurora. Next up is Aurora with the QSL team. So, since last meeting, the recipe API got merged. It's quite a, a big API. And QSL also got published for the beta. And we published with Crypto's Fabric API on Madrid. Since beta, we had N betas for Quilted Fabric API and six betas for QSL. Another big progress has been merged, which is Registry Entry Attachments API, which will be kind of compared to a Registry Dictionary, something like that. Otherwise, there's not much to say. Huge thanks to all the contributors because bringing QSM Creative Fabric API to beta was a lot of work and was quite stressful. And I don't actually know if I am supposed to talk about Creative API right now. Aside from asking for more contributions and like revision pull requests because it really helps. I don't have much more to say. All right. Thank you for that. Wait, did they respond? She did not respond. Dang it. I'm going to have to pronounce this now. As some of you may know, we have a new team. It is the Quilted Fabric API team, which contains, I believe, Emma and uh, a name that I can't pronounce properly. I'm just going to say Ennui. And they do have a section. Neither of them are available to do this section. However, we have kidnapped Skur to fill in for them. So if you wouldn't mind going ahead. Uh, all right, then. Um, uh, so uh, Quilted Fabric API is now a thing that's developed by uh, Unwe and Emma primarily, though anyone can contribute as like any other project as part of Quilt. 
it used to be called uh, Fabric API QSL, but then it was uh, reorganized by Unwe and now is the Quilted Fabric API. system that it uses are completely separated from Fabric API to allow quicker updates and such, which are helpful when QSL adds features that breaks Fabric API. Then, in order to prevent issues with other Fabric mods that depend on uh, the API and not having the same version, the Quilted Fabric API uses special metadata within Quilt to specify the upstream version as if that mod actually was there. QSL itself is bundled with a Quilted Fabric API, so you do not have to install multiple things if you are going that route. And Emma has been uh, helpful recently to supply a Quilted Fabric API to be targeting Fabric API's 0.51.1, which as far as we know, is the latest public release. All right, fabulous. Thank you for that. All righty, that comes to the end of the list, but uh, there's still a little bit more, obviously. I've already asked you all how you're doing with the beta. It seems like it's mostly been positive feedback. Obviously, some things aren't quite working yet. That's, you know, to be expected with the beta. But obviously, you know, as we've seen, especially in uh, certain parts of the project, people have been kind of working overtime just to fix all the bugs, which is fantastic to see. So thanks for that. Oro, how would you say things have been since the start of the beta? A lot. Uh, I know that there was a very big rush, and I want to congratulate everyone from all the different teams for the amazing job they did for making it to that deadline. And I know it was a tight fit. And uh, we managed to do it, and there were obviously issues. Uh, we all expected there to be issues. But what also surprised me was that everyone who pushed hard continued to keep pushing, and we went through, fixed most of the problems that were immediately at launch, and we've been continuing that energy and moving it forward. We're now on a beta 6 for QSL... I think we're beta 9 for Quilted, uh, Fabric API, uh, stuff like that. So we're constantly making changes, fixing, and I'm not going to make any claims, but at the rate we're going, I definitely think a 1.19 release might be feasible. However, I think QSL does need to uh, mature a little more. But yeah, with the energy we have right now, we can definitely do a lot. I agree with you, honestly. It's interesting how much the velocity of the project has kind of picked up over the past, you know, month or so. And um, everything just kind of seems to be falling into place, honestly. It's great to see. And obviously, it's because of all the hard work that people are putting into it. But it's just great to see that, like, all this work is paying off, you know. All right. Thanks for that, Oro. That comes to the end of our plan segments. Now it's time for the segment where everyone ruins our day with questions. So if any of you have questions, then please use the slash ask command. We'll try to get as many as we can, as long as they're appropriate and not terribly posty. In the meantime, how was beta on the community team? Busy. <laughs> uh, I should pull up the stats for this, but um, yeah, it's been crazy, honestly. Like, it, it hasn't been too much extra stress for us. 
aside from dealing with all the newcomers because geez it's it's been huge i'm just gonna take a screenshot of the stats here and you can see what i mean looking at the joins for the uh past i don't know let's say i'm just gonna say several months you can see that uh we really peaked pretty much when beta was announced which uh yeah i think we peaked about uh 170 in december and now we're at nearly 360 joins this month because of the beta which is just insane yep it's the highest join rate since start of the server as south says which is great to see obviously it's a bit more work for us but you know we're prepared for it no big deal it's just really like since we're testing out the application systems for discord we're really sort of putting that through its paces now <laughs> but it's been good um there haven't really been that many problems and uh yeah it's been i have to say it's been great even the message rate is like much higher than expected like last month in uh uh jeez i can't remember i'd say march we had about 95,000 messages over the last week we've had about hmm, about 35 to 40,000 it's kind of it's honestly but i'm happy <laughs> it's all good news yeah just the sum is on the server I really appreciate how, how chill it is. There's not really not really much bad stuff happening, so that's really cool. I, I mean, I think I, I have to say, like, I mean, as much as you can credit the work we do, like, a lot of our users are also pretty fantastic people. One of the things that we really wanted to do was encourage community members to help us with some parts of moderation, because obviously we can't be everywhere at the same time. And uh, that's, a, that's a thing that's been a problem in some previous communities I've run. But honestly, people have been actually excellent about that with Quilt. And it's helped a huge amount, honestly. Please keep sending us mod mails. <laughs> well, thanks for asking. Yeah, it's, it's been good. Right. This is a stack of questions. Let's have a look at them, shall we? I think I want to I wanna answer the first question right away. Final stuff asked about any ideas on how Quilt could overcome the fear of new contributors. And then goes on to say that unfortunately Quilt has some very talented individuals working on the various teams, so I feel like it might make joining a team be perceived as you have to be similar in abilities. I mean, first off, to anyone who thinks that, I'm going to ask them, like, look at me. Do you know me? Do you know if I'm capable? Literally no one knows me in the modern community. So it's not like you need some cloud to join or... I'm not even like super capable or anything. I'll say this. There are a few very capable people on Quilt. Um, and there's often some very difficult stuff to do. Let me bring up my example, my baby cousin. There are some very difficult questions to answer, but those are like only 10% of the code base. And the rest of 90% is just coding, just normal Java coding. All of our projects are in Java, almost all of them. Community tooling, there's a lot of uncoupling. Quilt installer might become Rust, but if you're capable of Java programming, you are capable of contributing. And if you're not capable of Java programming and still want to contribute, if you're on mappings, you don't even need Java knowledge. Mappings triage doesn't really need Java knowledge. You just need to be somewhat sensible in being able to read names, I guess. So there's stuff here for everyone. Um, and if you join us and do like some small coding stuff and then you notice, oh yeah, I'm getting the hang of this, I want to do more, then you can always 
tackle more difficult challenges as well. So sure, there's stuff that is hard, but we just need help. We don't need necessarily smartest person in the world to join us. We just need help. And anyone can help. There's, there's enough stuff to do in Quilt. Yeah, I agree. Like, the, the big thing with Quilt is, like, there's just so much to do that we just need more people that are reasonably okay at Java just to help. Um, or Kotlin, if you want to help with community tooling. But either way, like, we're happy to help people get started, um, which I think is a key point. I mean, yeah, I think we could do maybe a little bit better with GitHub with having, like, a good first issue and stuff like that set up. But overall, I think, like, if you're interested, just tell us and tell us what you want to do and what you're good at, and, you know, we'll find somewhere for you. Right. Thanks for that, cheater. I think I can answer a couple of these. I'll take this one first. Okay. Zay Roses says... How has the reception of Quilt been in the community so far before and after the beta? That's a really interesting question, honestly. Uh, obviously, being a, a project born of what we were born from, you know, it, there are people that are just, like, not willing to consider us. And, I mean, in a sense, that's okay. Um, it's not really a huge problem. But recently, you all probably saw there was a rather controversial thread on the FTB subreddit uh around the beta release i am aware of like questions people have worries about splitting the community or wondering why we don't get into the the old drama uh, i'm actually writing up a page about this that will hopefully disambiguate some things and and just help solve some of those problems so it it's kind of difficult for me to get too deep into community opinion because you know it's such a big community the minecraft modding sphere uh, i will say it's been great to see that a lot of people have been supporting us though like i was very surprised to hear that uh at launcher had just sort of quietly implemented quilt support without telling anybody <laughs> i was like oh that's great <laughs> and uh they've been very very uh cooperative with us uh poly mc as well we're very quick to add support Modrinth too, of course, can't forget Modrinth as important as they are. So, I mean, the take has certainly been good. I don't think the opinions have changed too much between pre-beta and current. I will say there have been people that were like, I'm not sure if this is going to release, that have come in and been like, oh, yes, there's a beta now. I'm going to use this now. And that's been great to see too, of course. But uh, yeah, overall, it's been pretty good. Certainly, there's been some uh, some negative reception, but overall, I think that's, you know, the outliers. It's been great to see. The link. It's not the link they want. Thank you, browser. I'll take this one quickly, and uh, I think one of you should take the ETA one. Definitely fine as well. But after you. XO is asking, where can I donate? We were kind of holding back on this for a while because we hadn't reached a release. Uh, as some of you may know, most of, if not pretty much all of Quilt's infrastructure is actually paid out of Haven's pocket. To try and release some of that stress, we actually ended up setting up an open collective, which I'll link in chat. We're using this not just for donations, but also so that we can be transparent with our finances. Because we don't want to get into a situation where, like, 
we're getting donations and no one knows where the money's going or anything like that. So if you really want to donate, you can. It's completely optional, of course. You know, we'll keep trucking along, but it would be great to take some of the stress off of Haven's wallet, especially considering how much time and money he's put into this. But uh, yeah, thanks for that question. Uh, Cheater, would you like to take one? Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, you may pronounce the name because I cannot. <laughs> I just call him Chris. <laughs> it's not his real name, but hey. Sure, let's call him Chris. Um, <laughs> the question is, any ETA? Chris is my name. Well, there you go. Chris asks, any ETA on Vanilla Gradle or Chasm being publicly available for mods to use in development? Well, no, clearly. Vanilla Gradle, I've not paid too much attention to recent developments. Um, there hasn't been too much happening in the Sponge Discord, which is where I usually look for updates. But commits are happening every now and then. So I cannot answer too much about Vanilla Gradle. Uh, I think what it's mostly missing is remapping jars at the end, because I think input mapping is fine. But Yes, that's missing. Regarding Chasm, as I said before, I'm working on getting into Quilt Loader. However, I'm not sure how soon that's going to be available. It's going to be either just a branch of Quilt Loader, where I'll make, where I'll make some unofficial builds so people can test it out. But the more I look at it now, the more likely it is that we have to actually completely remove Mixin and Access Widener to at Chasm, uh, which means for testing, it's going to be a while until Nix and Chasm are back. So it's definitely not going to happen on the main loader anytime soon. It's going to be definitely a few months. All right. Thanks for that, Cheater. These really seem to be largely community team questions for a change. Lenric asks a good question. I'm not sure how to answer it, though. What do you think? We don't have an answer to that, at least not right now. We kind of don't, but I would like to have one. <laughs> well, let's let's take the question and then we can talk about it. Okay, sure. So Lenric asks, is there any way you can or are making sure that people are not all working themselves while working on the project? I think one easy way is that we have a pretty chill community in the two chain Discord. <clears throat> so there's usually not too much pressure from other people to get something done quick. But if you are thinking of anything in particular of any options we have to make sure that people don't overwork themselves, please let us know. It's not something we've really looked into, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I would quite like to see some ideas on that because it does bother me as a serial overworker of myself that people can get into that situation. And uh, like we mentioned earlier, glitches kind of burned out because of the amount of work that needed to be done to reach the beta target. We're going to be thinking a bit more carefully if we do that again with another deadline. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it would be great to hear some ideas if anyone has ideas on that. Uh, we'll take them on board, certainly. All right. So it was asks, what contingency plans do you have for situations where Discord goes offline due to technical difficulties or outages, or I assume a roving band of mutants? Well, we have a few ideas. We did look into alternate chat platforms a little while ago. Uh, we actually were on Matrix for a while, but that turned out to be basically impossible to moderate properly. 
just from a technical perspective, it wasn't up to scratch and we weren't going to host one just for like three channels. I looked into Zulip, but while it worked quite well, it was pretty weird. And also it gave everyone's email addresses to staff members. And I was not happy about that. Another thing is Revolt, which I consistently forget to check in on, but Revolt is a Discord clone that I've been keeping an eye on. There is a server there unofficially that uh, I have set up for Quilt, but it's not ready for use. Like, it's just not. It'll get there, but it's not there yet. Um, other alternatives, if people have mentioned, uh, you know, even if Discord does go dark, we do have GitHub discussions. Everyone's there, more or less. So we, we are able to, like, function still. And we are also planning on getting a forum up soon, uh, hopefully anyway. I know the Starchild system is working on that. So those are the things we're looking at at the moment. Uh, I really wanted Matrix to work. It doesn't. Uh, I, I wish it did because that would have been like the easy option for us. But yeah, it's just it's just not going to do it. There's other options, of course, stuff like Gator and Mattermost and Slack, God forbid. But we'll see. I don't think it's going to be a, a realistic issue. Like we have the website. So if something does happen, we can quickly set something up if we need to. I'm not super worried right now, to be quite honest. Oh, that's some news that I can insert. KB just mentioned in the meeting chat channel that MultiMC has just merged the quilt pull request. That's good news. I guess we'll be getting quilt support in that shortly, but keep an eye on the website for that one. I'll update the page when we have more information on it. Another question from Cywis. Does the community team have a team on GitHub for the use of the relatively new organization moderators feature? Not specifically for that purpose. Uh, I've looked at it. It doesn't really help us, unfortunately. The main issue is it, it kind of halfway bridges the gap, but we need to be able to delete issues. And the only way you can do that is with repo admin at the moment. So our current approach is going to be adding features to Cozy that can do that on our behalf instead of like giving all the community team full access to everything. The infrastructure team has a Cozy account on GitHub that I set up. So that's probably what we're going to use for that. Uh, it would be nice if GitHub permissions didn't suck. Uh, really annoyingly on GitHub Enterprise, you can set them up exactly how you want them. So I really don't know why you can't just do that on GitHub. But yeah, no, it's, it's not an ideal setup. The moderators thing helps, but we do need to be able to delete issues. So yeah, it's still not quite there, unfortunately. I was with the community questions. These are all almost all community questions. I mean, I'm fine with that, but it's just unusual. <laughs> it's because the community is so amazing. Yeah, you're right. They are. They are amazing. Cywiz says, why is the icon for the toolchain server webhook in the community server different from the toolchain server's avatar? It's not. It's just uh, Discord rounding the corners too much. It should be exactly the same. I, I don't know why it looks like that. <laughs> it, it is the same icon any possibility of a screenshot of the quilt teams page with everything visible i mean have you seen the teams page everything is visible like we keep that up to date if you really want a screenshot i mean sure but you know uh let me just uh crash discord for a moment here you go knock yourself out I know it looks weird, but that's what happens when you do that. So, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> yeah, I think the question was regarding the GitHub organizations, but yeah, everything on the GitHub org page is also on here. So, 
Yeah, I mean, there's there's no difference really. I mean, we can we can show a screenshot of that because specifically because it's all on the website anyway, I guess. Uh, th thanks, uh, Emma. Emma's got it. Those headers look weird on those. I'll fix those later. If we're okay with me leaking this, I'll quickly post a screenshot as well. I think it's fine. I, I don't mind, but yeah, if Aura says it's fine, then it's fine. Yeah, I think just, I think it's all on the website anyway, so it shouldn't be a problem. It is, yeah. Just uh, make sure you blur out that one. I'm joking. <laughs> oh no, everyone knows about the secret <laughs> everyone team. Oh, you you can't see the other secret team. Only only I can see that. Oh right, because you're admin. Right, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry, these are the only important ones. The everyone team is actually new, is it? I haven't seen that before. Maybe it's new that GitHub shows it. I I don't know. I think I made that ages. No, I made that one. Discord had a massive outage. Ah, right. That was me. And I was like, oh. We should have somewhere to talk, and then someone pointed out we had a testing forum we could test, so we used it. Uh, I do not know about that, so I was. Uh, you'll have to tell me about it later. Okay. I guess I can take the next one. I don't know if anyone would be better suited to answer it than me. Maybe Oro? It's kind of hard to understand the wording of that one. Uh... Will I just take it? I think I can. Yeah? Yeah, okay. Sure, go ahead. You click it. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 I need to click it. <laughs> All right. The question by, I think, Zay Roses is, does Quilt have a more general goal as far as the player experience as a whole goes? Like, a general goal linking together how players would interact with the various areas of Quilt in practice. I don't think necessarily interact with the different areas of Quilt, but we want to provide a more unified way for players people to just play so one of the like one of the main things with that are loader plugins so that you can load fabric mods where the player experience isn't so much formed around as interacting with pulp but we provide features to players that allow them to play mods in their own different ways i think that if that makes sense i can't i can't think of very many others since i'm more of a developer um but i definitely know that loader plugins will be something unique that Quilt brings to the player experience? I mean, I think it's a good question. A few things that come to mind for me are user experience things like um, fixing the terrible error pop-up and uh, getting a nicer installer and things like that. I mean, a lot of the things that Quilt is doing is sort of iterating on older things that were never that good but, you know, really could deal with attention and improve things, at least from what I've seen. Uh, it's interesting that Zay Roses brings that up because Zay is uh, working on error stuff at the moment, or at least planning to, as far as I know. So it's kind of a difficult question to answer the way it's phrased, but that's what comes to mind for me. All right. Uh, Aurora, go ahead and take that one. <laughs> that's okay. Click the other one. Nobody will notice. <laughs> what is QSL? I don't know. I'm new to developing. Um, so basically, QSL is the quilt standard libraries. They are tools for developers to interact with the games more easily or to have unified ways to interact with each of the other's mods. 
for example, one of the API provides ways for mods to um ways to um I thought process got interrupted. Um so what was I saying? Um they can provide ways for um for mods to Take your time, it's all good. To like create blocks, but in ways where it won't conflict with other mods and stuff. All right, all good. Yeah, Alex, you can take that. You can click the button again as well. Okay, so Chris asks, I heard that Quilt is meant to support multiple games besides Minecraft. Any hint on what kind of other games? So this is something very specific to Quilt Loader, that it's meant to be able to customize Quilt Loader in a way that you can use it for other Java-based games. But I don't think the Quilt MC team is directly doing this. In addition, we're still sort of abstracting a lot of quilt loader stuff away from Minecraft specifically to make this possible. So it's not something that like we provide. But the, the main the main hint about what kind of games is other Java based games. I have a question that has some typos in. I think I can guess what it means though. Jai is asking about uh, a must-download package for development. I mean, that's basically what the build tools are. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about that. That The way you develop mods for Quilt, and ideally you'd follow the setup in our example mod, using the example mod with our build tools. It's kind of hard to answer a question phrase like that, but yeah, that's that's how you write Quilt mods. That brings us to the bottom of the list of questions. We do still have a few minutes if uh, anyone has any further questions or if there's anything people want to discuss. And that goes for people on Mumble as well, of course. Another quick thank you to the community for actually willing to be beta test and give us feedback on stuff that's broke. It's like... Yeah, it's been extremely helpful. This wasn't asked with slash ask, but I, I will answer it. Genetica asks, when Quilt will stop supporting Fabric and uh, how will the migration work? We're not planning on dropping support in, in, in the sense that like there's a timeline for it. If there isn't, we're just going to maintain it until it becomes too much for us to maintain, I guess. Like if it gets to the point where maintaining Fabric support is detrimental to the rest of the Quilt project, then what we'll do is we'll stop maintaining it and we will hand it over to the community to maintain on their own. Obviously, it won't be entirely on their own. We'll, we'll support them through it, but it, it's not something we want to just see disappear, even if it gets hard to maintain. It's just that, you know, we have to plan for that eventuality more than anything. That will also be on the uh, the newcomer's guide that I'm writing, by the way. And I'll update the FAQs as well, because I did not word those very well last time I wrote them. Thanks for that question, Cy. Was I must decline your offer to show Kotlin. <laughs> I think we're good. Yeah, um, it seems like everything. Just mention a comment made in chat. Zoe pointed out that Zay thinks that it would be interesting to have a, a team for managing things to do with the other teams. Uh, Southport's correctly pointing out that the teams manage themselves, more or less. However, I could see uh, sort of I guess secretarial team being useful just to handle the busy work of project management so that the developers can develop. However, I'm not sure we need it right now. It would be interesting and it could be quite useful, but it's it's hard to say really in the moment whether it's a good idea. 
uh, it seemed to originate from the entire burnout thing. So that's, I think, that different to what you're thinking. You think so? Oh, I see. Yes. I think it was mostly about uh, having someone that like makes sure people aren't burned out. The thing is, that would be a very, very unthankful job, and you just need the correct person for that. That's not something you can just throw any volunteer in. Dealing with burnout is like, if it's proper burnout, it's like a medical condition, essentially, right? It's a mental health issue, not just someone needs a little bit of help. So it's not something I would just want to throw anyone yeah, in. Exactly. Um, and people who like then have to deal yeah. with burnout people are very vulnerable to burn themselves as well. So that's, you need a professional for that. And we don't have a professional for that. That's also true. Yeah, that's an interesting idea, but that, that is a lot of good points you make there. <laughs> I mean, there's, a, there's an alternative of just doing, like, peer stuff. Like, just be sure to talk to people around you so they can notice it and they can help to you. And then you, like, you spread the load among the entire team and then it's fine. But, yeah. 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 I mean, I, I will say it's not like we're not here for each other. As Peter said, like, there is a pretty chill community on Toolchain and internally in general. Like nobody's left on their own to deal with things, but it just sometimes it gets to the point where like maybe there's not enough people on something. It it would be good, and I I think probably the easiest way to mitigate that is for more people to help out with the different projects. Like pretty much all the projects could do with a few extra pairs of hands. The community team could do with a few extra pairs of hands, a couple extra moderators. You know, pretty much everyone could do with a few more helpers. That's probably the easiest way to avoid burning people out is to spread the load, as Cheater says. All righty. Um, yeah, I think we're going to – it's been about an hour, so I think we're going to call it here. Thanks for coming, everyone. As a tradition, I'm sure there will be a sort of after party in the voice channels. Maybe there won't, but who knows. But yeah, we'll see you again in two weeks, of course. And thanks for coming. And, of course, as Cheater says, it's been great that everyone's been willing to help with the beta. Please keep using it and keep throwing issues at us. It's good to get things fixed, and we can't really test everything on our own, so please keep it up. Thanks. We'll see you in two weeks.